Welcome to Praying the Psalms with Jesus. Uh, it's been a series uh, that has comforted us and uh, taught us, has reminded us that when we pray, uh, we don't pray alone. Uh, we pray with our brother. We pray with our great high priest, the Lord Jesus. So we've been talking about the, the three stages of life. And again, not to oversimplify, but uh, perhaps the Psalms um, give us a good framework uh, to understand uh, life in this world. Uh, the first stage being that of the blessed life. You know, those times when uh, we are fully aware that we have received blessings from God the Father, not because of anything we have deserved or earned, but rather solely because of uh, the sacrifice of Jesus, uh, the merits of Jesus, the forgiveness of sins. Uh, the second stage uh, being life in the pit. The psalmist often talking about how, you know, in this pit, uh, there is sighs and laments and groans. And sometimes we get ourselves there because of our rebellious uh, nature, our sin, and uh, we suffer the consequence for that sin. Uh, at, at other times, uh, the world itself pushes us into the pit, and we'll talk about that uh, in this video. Uh, other times, the devil himself is attacking us, driving us towards idolatry or unbelief, uh, despair. And uh, we'll also learn that there are times in the Psalms that uh, we are to take it up with God himself, that all things come either from his hand or uh, they pass through his hand. And so, uh, if we find ourselves in the pit, we do lament, we do take it up with God. And the good news is that uh, Jesus never forsakes us or leaves us uh, in that pit. Rather, uh, there's a psalm for that as well. So um, in this video, we're going to talk about um, how this world comes against us. And the good news is that uh, you know, there is no emotion that is excluded from the psalms. Uh, there's a psalm for your anger, uh, for your hate, for your questions, your doubts, and your fears. Uh, in your complaining, your lamenting, your longing for justice, uh, in, your, in your waiting, um, in your cry for deliverance from the pit, um, in awe and thanksgiving and praise for what God has done, how he has taken you out of the pit. And so we are um, encouraged and um, in, fi in fact, invited to acknowledge the trouble and to speak words to God. And the Psalms give us those words. It's as if they say, you can pray this. Uh, you can take up this lament. You can shake your fist at the injustice of this world. Here are the words, uh, but also at the same time to affirm all of the promises given to us in Jesus. So we have this um, anti-trinity. You could call it also the unholy trinity all of those enemies of God and his people. And often in the Psalms, uh, this conflict is referred to as the righteous uh, against the unrighteous. Now, you know, those are biblical words. You don't hear those words often in everyday life. But it means those who are right with God through faith in Christ Jesus. It doesn't mean those who are perfect in every way, those who deserve to be uh uh, given gifts of God. No, the righteous uh, are the ones who have the righteousness of Jesus placed upon them. So through faith, uh, the works of Jesus are given to us. 
and the Holy Spirit offers those works, the forgiveness of sins. And through faith, uh, we receive those works of Jesus, and those righteous works of Jesus are placed on us, and then we're called the righteous. Uh, The unrighteous uh, are the ones who don't believe uh, in Messiah, uh, the person or the work of Messiah for them. And so there's this uh, really two uh, uh, different kingdoms, the kingdom of God, his family, the righteous, and the kingdom of the devil, uh, the enemies of God, uh, also called the unrighteous. And uh, the good news is that God always wants to have his kingdom filled. So he is He is forever uh, longing to apply this gospel message to the unrighteous as well. But there is this this tension in this world, and uh, we often find ourselves pushed into the pit uh, by this anti-trinity, the devil, the world, and our own sinful flesh. So there's a psalm for that, and the psalm is Psalm 73. Again, the contrast here is is that um, we we know about justice. This is uh, getting what we deserve. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. Uh, We cry out for mercy, uh, that uh, God would be merciful, that he would hold back, that we wouldn't get uh, what we deserve. And then there's grace, which is the abundant provision of God in Christ Jesus, the forgiveness of sins, so that we're given... uh, those gracious gifts that we don't deserve. So in the Psalms, God gives us words um, to cry out for justice and to cry out for mercy and also to cry out for grace. So Psalm 73 is one of those Psalms um, that talks about justice. You know, God, right is right and wrong and is wrong. And so why is wrong being rewarded or seemingly being rewarded? Why does pride and arrogance win the day? Again, this conflict between uh, the righteous versus the unrighteous. Um, And the psalmist crying out how he envies almost the life of the arrogant. Uh, He sees the prosperity of the wicked. It seems like they have no struggles. Uh, Their bodies are healthy. They're strong. Uh, They're free from the the burdens of this world and of life. They're not plagued by illness. Uh, He he laments and he cries out, there is is this pride and violence uh, that they are clothed with. They have hearts that are calloused. Um, Their evil heart seems to know no limits. Uh, In fact, they mock mock and scoff and lie. Uh, And it seems as if they're always carefree. And whatever their hands touch, it seems to, uh, you know, turn to uh, prosperity. They increase in wealth. So the psalmist looks at all of um, these things. Uh, and as one who is righteous, one who has faith in Messiah, he, uh, he looks at this world and he says, uh, Psalm 73, verse 13, Surely I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocence. For all day long, I have been plagued and punished every morning. Um, And this so angers him that he uh, describes it as uh, turning into a brute beast. You know, have you ever kind of had these uh, deep-seated emotions and anger, and you don't know really where they're coming from, but uh, it's almost like uh, brutish. Uh, He's so angry about what he sees and the seeming injustice 
uh, that is going on that he says, I'm, I'm turning into in an animal, a brute beast. So verse uh, 21 of Psalm 73, he says, my soul was grieved. I was embittered in my heart. I was so senseless and and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you. And so he uh, laments. He takes it up with God, um, and he commends it into uh, God's hands. And so uh, he says, yeah, I see this. Um, It so angers me. But who am I going to? Who am I going to plead uh, to about this? Who am I going to to go before with my words and uh, take it up with? Um, and so the psalmist, as is the pattern of the Christian life, uh, we are to take it up with God Himself. He says, "Yet or nevertheless," uh, verse twenty-three. He sees all these things uh, occurring. He says, "Nevertheless," uh, and this is a statement and a moment of faith given to him by the Holy Spirit. He says, nevertheless, I am continually with you. You have held me by my right hand. You will guide me with your counsel and afterward receive me to glory. And then verse 25, whom do do I have in heaven but you? And there is no one on earth uh, whom I desire besides you. He says, my flesh, my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart, my portion forever. Sounds somewhat like... uh, this encounter with Jesus and those who are deserting him. And uh, things are getting difficult, right? There are are defections among the group of disciples. And Jesus looks to uh, the 12 and he says, "Uh, do you want to leave too? And it it seems as if there's this pause in John chapter 6, verse 68. And then uh, Peter says, well, to whom shall we go? Or to whom would we go? You have the words of life. As if Peter, you know, pauses for a moment and says, what are the options here? Uh, We can leave too if things are getting difficult, um, but where would we go? Who else would have the words of life? And so life in the pit, uh, the world is doing it to us. It's the righteous those who have faith in the works of Messiah placed on them versus the unrighteous. And by all accounts and the perspective of the human eye, it seems as if the unrighteous are living the life, right? They're just going on their own way. And there's this cry out from the pit. And uh, the conclusion is, even though all these things are happening, well, to whom shall we go? Uh, though we have this brutish you know, lamenting, yet, nevertheless, uh, uh, we hold to the person and to the work of Jesus. And so this psalm gives us a, a great um, set of words to take it up with God. Psalms of, you could call this psalms of lament. Uh, other psalms are psalms of vindication, you know, do something. So here's the, the little excursion for the day. Uh, And remember, there's always a psalm for that. Um, So when you have uh, these feelings, as the psalmist does, looking around and and seeing the inequity of what's happening, and it seems like the the unrighteous are are just going along with life and nothing seems to hamper them, um, and there you are in the pit, Uh, go through Psalm 73. Read it, pray it, and... uh, And always trust that it is God himself who is giving to us the words to pray. Uh, Specifically, 
uh, words to take it up with him. So again, remember, take heart. We don't pray uh, these psalms alone. We pray them with Jesus. He's our, our savior, our great high priest. He gives to us his righteousness. Uh, he's our brother in the flesh. And so uh, he prays for us while we're in the pit. He prays with us and he prays in and through us as well.